Hello everyone. This is your host Aditya and this is the second episode of Con Screen. In this episode, I sit down with one of my closest of friends, Pradeep Man, and we talk a lot of stuff. But first off, I would like to thank you for the amazing response I got to the first episode of Con Screen. What's what? I'm really glad I did that and I look forward to bring you more content with more powerful stuff going forward. So, in this one Pradeep and I talk a lot of stuff, mostly about football, his own personal life, and living in South India. So, listen up. Pradeep Man, how are you doing, man? Hi, Adi. I'm fine here. How are you? I'm also good. So, how are you feeling uh, in Hyderabad right now? How's the weather there? Hyderabad, man. it's very hot here at this time of year yeah But it's been going good nice yeah it's unseasonably hot right uh, there was this for the last two couple of years but this year it's been really hot mm. air in pune too yeah Dude, there is no unreasonable about heat in hyderabad yeah <laughs> <laughs> i okay got it okay but uh, for real though in pune it's un- unseasonably hot it should Seriously, be even this i like pune better than hyderabad because of of the weather part only that is yeah. like that, that is like yeah. the best part of it right Yeah, you can say that. That's the best part. Nothing else. That that's the only best part for Pune Night right now. Life you can find in Hyderabad too. Yeah, and Pune also. But I feel like if you consider the weather and all the things, I like Pune. I like. Pune. Yeah, the the best part. The best part about this weather in Pune is if you wake up around six a.m. in the morning, right? So if you go outside, you can see all the hills, and there's a little bit of fog, and you can you can actually enjoy your mornings here. And in early, yeah, I don't think I don't think you got that in Hyderabad though. Yeah, last year, last year I went to I went to Pune. Even I met you, right? So yeah, the hills, the view, like everything was great. Yeah, in Pune. Yeah, yeah, I I got you. Yeah, that's that's right. So, so I'm treating you. it's it's been okay i i've started this thing this podcast and you know it it, it keeps me busy over the weekends uh, yeah uh, i've been oh, catching up yeah it's doing good yeah yeah thank you man so uh, the first thing first thing i want to get uh, side step i want to first thing is how are you feeling after resigning your first full time job i mean this is practically was your first full time job right and you're off on in may right yeah the last day in may in april actually yeah. okay uh, yeah. i think this is like i'm feeling i don't know why but i'm feeling kind of like i'm getting some kind of freedom <laughs> even like <laughs> days are passing by and i'm i'm just close to leaving this job fully so yeah. i'm like you've seen you listen to that song right from gali boy azadi i'm getting yeah. the same vibes here man <laughs> i got you i don't know how that how, how you're feeling exactly but from what you're saying i'm looking forward to the day i finally resign and you know look up to something new sure man sure yeah so that that was the first thing i want to first get done with because i don't want and talk about that going further into the episode so yeah I, i'm glad we did that yeah i'm also super glad man all right so uh, you know you've been catching up on united right yeah So, so how how are you feeling right now? How how's the general feeling 
in your heart i mean when you watch united right now if i have to describe united in one sentence one sentence i'm uh, looking forward to the new plan because like the ups and downs we have experienced in this season that's beyond words man beyond words we have had <laughs> a couple of bad months but after that the comeback we got in the second half that is superb immensely superb yeah yeah i know i know what you're saying i mean uh, at the you you remember the juventus game and champions league stages right when close event yeah i thought at that point right, like he really came into his own for the season I, i mean i really hope that this is the turning point and from this point we can really go on and have a good season but yeah, you could say like uh, but you remember right that was a mourinho era and how did that turn up so i would yeah. say like, yeah the team did exceptionally well at that point but like a change was required as you can all see right now and yeah it's been like now it seems like we are working in the right direction and we are going the correct path so that you can see yeah yeah because at the i remember at the juventus game we didn't really play well mm-hmm. i mean ronaldo had us on the ropes for the whole game but we sh- showed the spirit and we showed why we belong in the champions league exactly. and Yeah. Showed the correction, man. Pogba, yeah. everyone was awesome. And yeah, know, but we're talking about Pogba. Yeah, man. He is the man, yeah. He is the man. Except uh, described by someone as a virus, but he <laughs> is the man, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean by described by someone, uh, the whom who shall not be named. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> not one of them. Yeah, right. But... you know I, i i don't get it i don't really think that you know mourinho really had a fight with pogba i mean mourinho as he's a senior manager and he he would have known how, what is going up against but you know i can't really say if it happened if it happened that's it done from mourinho's part mourinho yeah, should never done that. yeah from a from a point of view of a fan we can like you and me we can relate right we were getting yeah. all the negative vibes at during this run and now yeah. like that is completely reversed so that is that is a change which we can just tell by looking at like if you are a follower you can correctly look into this and this you can get right yeah i got gotcha. you that's right that's excellent um yeah so after ole came right no after ole came he had a really nice run of games he had uh, some people said that it was too easy for united those run of games like others feel and as others first but it was yeah people can say but after yeah. the 18 matches if those people are still saying ki we have had a easy run then they are the like, biggest fools of them all right yeah yeah because at the first arsenal game under ole i mean we really rode on arsenal i mean we really dragged them on their own ground yeah yeah Yeah, so I think that was a big ma- major point when Ole proved that he can manage this club. Yeah, man, like uh-huh. we are getting a vibe from Ole, like he is not a super senior manager or like a, not a tactical tactical genius or anything at all. He is the right man for United job. That you can say by just getting just seeing from that performance of the team and from the players, the way players are playing now, you can like you will have to be blind to not see that, right? Yeah, 
I know because uh, if you if you I don't know if you read, read this bit when Sir Alex first came to United, he was you know he was successful, but it was with Aberdeen. I mean, it was Scottish league. Yes, I don't think I don't think you know many people. I I think many people doubted him at first. I mean, yeah, some people might have said that he is not the right manager. He came from a small club, and yeah. United was was then the second biggest club in England. Now it's the first. So I think he can really have that kind of effect as Sir Alex did, but you know, matching Sir Alex is really I don't I don't want to do that. I don't really want to put that on Oli right now. Yeah, as you have mentioned here, second biggest club at that time. So yes. I just want to quote someone here also uh, <laughs> to uh, quote and quote by someone very special. Uh, we call him by Sir. So like, what was the saying like? uh i want to be dro- just drop them from their fucking perch <laughs> yeah he did say that and, and the cool thing was and the cool thing was he said this in his fifth or sixth press conference right off the bat correct I mean, came up against them and said like this is my stage now you're done and and you know how they're done i don't think they're winning the league this season again i don't think liverpool is winning the league i don't i don't really see that Yeah, judging by the record, you can say right. We are we expect them to check at the last moment. So yeah, let's see. But hey, man. Okay, so we talked about Liverpool not winning the league. I mean, that's obvious. We didn't really yeah. have to talk yeah. about that. But yeah. okay, so that's for the league part. But how do you feel about the Champions League this season? I mean, how do you yeah. feel about the How do we? How far? Yeah, yeah. After so many years, it's like Champions League is exciting now. All the big players are gone. Uh, big, yeah. Big players means the big teams. And yeah. All the underdogs are doing well. Yeah, man. Even United also do it. Even United is in quarter final, so that counts for something, right? Yeah. Barcelona. So. Yeah. How are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Oh, so. So, like before the draw, Messi said. Uh, I mean, first of all, first of all, could we have gotten a more tough team than Barcelona for the quarterfinals? I, I don't think, man. I don't think yeah. no other team will be tougher than Barcelona. So it's like a real test for us, and we'll see. And us for me, like obviously we are United supporters, so that means us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and. Uh, Yeah, we'll see what happens. But let's hope for the best, man. I am just, I am just kind of looking forward to the match. I just want to see Barca and United play again after the 2010 Champions League final. I mean, if we do a job on them like we did on PSG and Juventus, I mean, I will go fucking berserk. That would be the best night of my life, <laughs> right? Best if we even, even, even I am hoping some for some kind of miracle on that night. But yeah, we'll have to like we'll everything needs to be like the whole universe needs to be aligned for that to happen again, right? Yeah, uh, the the alignment you're talking about, I know, but you're talking about that's. I mean, we don't really have the quality of Barcelona. Let's be honest with ourselves. Yeah. United don't really have the quality of Barcelona. Yeah, that's but, like, that's what, that was the uh, reason I'm looking forward for the next season because like yeah, window is coming. We need a few names. Like we need some quality players who can like 
who can become like we'll need a backup of a backup of a backup if we need to repeat a treble right yeah the treble that's a tough one i don't know i don't know if we see that coming in the next two to three years but yeah we have to really build a squad from the root downs we really have to get some players we'll have to build somewhere like i think this season has been a very good foundation for that uh and specifically be the second part of the this season so this has been the foundation which we can build on and uh, yeah obviously we need some great activity in the transfer market and uh, yeah some players needs to be signed and for that yeah for that we need top four man if we are not if you're not providing championship football to players big names so i don't think some players will be happy to join united yeah i got i got that you know that's that's the big thing i mean louis van gaal when he came he didn't really have champions league but th- at that time we were spending money like no other club could mm. i mean we were really spending all we had yeah so i don't think edwardward is going to do that again yeah that didn't work out for him i recently heard from someone like someone was saying ki van gaal plus some former united player was saying uh Van Gaal was a greater tactician than even Sir Alex. So I think yeah, I, I believe that some part in that uh, that we are trans that season you are talking about in which we spent a lot and we got some great names too. So yeah. that that part played uh, during that season, right? Yeah, I mean I totally believe Van Gaal was better than most managers. I mean he was in the top two tactically. I think Wenger was not as as good as Louis van Gaal and I know Arsenal fans are going to kill me for that but I really believe Louis van Gaal was better at tech, better at tactician but the thing even in Spain in Germany and even also you can like uh, have you noticed one fact I'll, I'll give you some trivia even yeah. after sir Alex it's been considered a dark age for United but still every manager which has which has uh, been to united after alex sir alex he has won any kind uh, even like anything you can say even only yeah. one trophy has been won by every manager so that is a record yeah. that still holds i don't really get that talk from the dark dark part because here's a here's the thing i get that we are not really playing football at the level we used to correct. that's true correct but but it's not like we are liverpool or tot uh, spurs no man we, we have won to that with dark corners of the premier league we can never even imagine <laughs> i mean we are not liverpool we are not spurs we are not arsenal we could be compared to chelsea but we are a little bit below manchester city i mean apart from that we are still the ruling kings of english football there's no denying that i don't believe if you say anything else if if the rumors which you are hearding like we we are listening that true so i don't think uh, pep guardiola will guardiola will have good time in the next season like based on those restrictions which will be going to be imposed eventually yeah. in city right. i think he is going to flood and there are some better suitors for uh, for a manager of his potential and think and i think he'll yeah. he'll not wait for city to be like overcome those restrictions and bans yeah i i i get that 
I mean, with the financial, with the transfer window bans, and Chelsea is also banned from the transfer window, so it's it'll be interesting. But they they do next season, but yeah. But how, this brings me to another subject. How that uh, we know Manchester City have been spending money since 2011 like crazy, yes. but that is up to their uh, Qatar owners, right? Their owners are the uh, family of Qatar. Yes. Now we have a talk that the Saudi king is trying to buy United, right? So how do you feel about that? Yeah, like from what I've heard, these are just rumors, and I don't think there has been some official confirmation regarding that. And we'll see like how that plays out, and I'm sure there yeah. will be some major changes to the United. United uh, team and everything around because like new owners definitely will bring some new changes. Yeah, so we'll see. Let's how that plays out. Yeah, because here's the thing: if Saudi takes over Manchester United and Qatar is all already already on the driving seat at Manchester City, yes. that's a rivalry that has destroyed two country and a whole continent. Yes, the Saudi and the Qatar. Yes. I mean, Correct. if that rivalry comes to Manchester and it comes down to who wins both trophies, yeah. So now, obviously, we've been following that, right? Yeah, yeah. So we get most of our news on sports and maybe entertainment from Twitter. So how do, you, what do you find the difference between Twitter, let's just say Instagram or Facebook? Oh, Twitter, man. Honestly, like Twitter is a different thing, obviously, than Insta and Facebook. And I feel like if you like, if you want to genuinely follow some, build up some fan following, I think Twitter is the is a good source for that. And yeah, I mean, like if yeah. we consider the number of followers, uh, the number of users actually, uh, on tweet on Twitter's you will find it a uh. Just one or one by six fraction of Insta or Facebook, but I think like the reliability and uh, hardcore fan following, you will be able to find that in Twitter only. So that's my that, that's just me. Yeah, so for me, Twitter is basically you know it's a, it's kind of a filter. I mean, you see a lot of bullshit on Instagram and Facebook. I mean, most of the shit you see on Instagram is just made up, and on Facebook is just I don't I don't like to say this, but it's just idiot people saying anything. Yeah. But in at Twitter, you can you cannot just say anything and get away with it. I mean, people will really get yeah, on people you. People will get on you, and you'll you. have to just seriously explain yourself. You're right. And like you yeah. can you you don't you don't need to be explaining a picture. But you'll have to explain your words, man. That's I. Yeah, that you you have to explain that every. Yeah, you have to explain your wall. You have to explain your likes. I mean, it's really a filter of society that that's on social media. I don't think any other platform is like that right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, that, that's just really all a really good platform to wider issues from politics. Uh, one more. Yeah, one more thing, Adi. Yeah, yeah, one more thing. Yeah, uh, I believe like Twitter is uh, maintaining the number of uh, maintaining its user base also. Like they are not into increasing their user base. 
and you can see you can feel it right uh, daily yeah. they have been they have been suspending a lot of accounts like in a number of thousands they'll be suspending the accounts so they are not pausing themselves with the quantity to be pre- uh, saying in a layman terms but they are really focusing on the quality stuff yeah so yeah that's that's the one thing i mean twitter doesn't really seem to be like like the uh, the propaganda of really getting more and more users is just exactly. trying to maintain its platform's integrity i mean mm-hmm. jack dorsey the twitter ceo was on joe rogan the other day yeah. and i heard the main philosophy behind suspending all these accounts be to with the of conversations that they have on twitter i mean they are really not not that many kind of thing they are really just yeah. trying to maintain yeah. yeah in like in my 5 years of using the twitter five uh, it's going to be six now so in my six years of using twitter i feel like people uh, you can get the quality like you're getting the content or quality which you're getting in twitter like i have been using facebook and insta from the past two years but uh, i'm not able to get that quality anywhere man so yeah that's uh, a really big yeah. difference for me the main thing about facebook and instagram really is for me is just really it's it's really easy to get close to your friends but if you if you really want to have a quality content and you you, yeah. you know you really want to yeah. uh, also discuss something conversations yeah exactly yeah. yeah you have to go on twitter there, there's no other yeah. platform like there's that there's no other thing like yeah so um, the other thing i want to you know you have seen that one uh, captain marvel movie have you seen that right now yeah man i man. i got the pleasure of watching it in the first weekend itself uh, yeah. so yeah so my question for that is do you think marvel has completely taken over dc now uh, i would say no man and it's going to be a big no for me uh yeah. if you would have asked this question 2 3 years back uh it might be going like dc might be going in that direction where uh, they are just falling in falling endlessly but now i see i think they seems to have find their stuff and they know their strategy and for the past 2 years they really have been focusing on that strategy and working on that only and yeah captain marvel like considering the fact like captain marvel is an okay movie that doesn't affect the uh, dc stuff like the stuff they are putting now like we have all seen like aquaman it was also a good movie not a great i would say but it, a good movie and people are watching that dc movies man uh, i think yeah. till now aquaman has grown uh, close 1.2 billion i think yeah so yeah, that counts for something right the first I, billion movie for dc right yeah uh, i mean after that uh, i think the last avengers after yes. that after that movie i really thought i mean how could they possibly match this i mean how can dc go i mean they can put superman and batman and everyone else in a movie but they still couldn't match that yeah. avengers movie but when Now, when the left the role man if like if you have been yeah. really following dc you will get to know right like henry cavill like his status is yeah. currently unknown uh ben affleck has officially left the dc uh, batman character and uh, yeah they have been like i feel dc has been focusing on uh, 
instead of these main hitters they are focusing on the underdogs like if you are following recently like a movie called Shazam is going to come in next month that's also a dc movie yeah. the original captain marvel to be saying and uh, that uh, that movie is getting like the reviews for that movie is already out now and it's it has started at 97% on rotten tomatoes so like oh they, my God. that's yeah. really that's, yeah that's good. exactly that's a good news for dc fan base and i think they are they are catching up on and i think it's going to be performing very well and they have already announced a sequel to shazam also yeah i, I mean you know me and i know you i mean we are both die hard dc fans i don't i can trade marvel for dc any day i mean i, I really want dc to succeed but the bottom line is they have to really up their game from now yeah so that's for mars marvel versus dc i mean yeah. i think yeah, we can both for now we can end it on this note only yeah yeah so how what are the other upcoming movies that you're really looking forward to the summer uh, okay so like everyone knows like if you are living under a rock and then i think then only you will not be knowing our first small movie called avengers end game so really looking forward for that movie and of course shazam as you discussed previously and yeah yeah there are a couple of big hitters apart from dc and marvel coming in this summer i would say uh godzilla is one of them godzilla 2 and uh, yeah and one more thing here one more indie movie is coming and it's from dc only and that's joker so a joker origin yeah. movie is going to be coming in uh, october i guess and one more it's going to be it chapter 2 yeah so these are my awaited movies most awaited movies for me and i think How are you feeling about the stuff that that the rock is working on, like the other the oh, next man, part? Sure. Man, that's like it's uh, looking for me, like not uh, from coming from a fan perspective, but more coming from a business perspective. Perspective, because yeah. I uh, I don't know. Like, uh, everyone is aware about this, but during the making of. Uh, fast 8 fast and furious 8 uh, yeah which was like fate of the furious yeah so like there was a feud going on between vin diesel and vin johnson so that's why they decided like the powers decided they, they are not going to be working on the same movie again so that's why they granted a spin off movie to rock and uh, its name is hobbs and shaw fast and furious presents hobbs and shaw <laughs> yep. So that's the thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. if it is good, if it is any good, like it's a win-win for us. And if it's not, uh, you can get the reason probably this one only. So it's a uh, opportunistic one, not a, not from a fans' point of view. Yeah, I I really get that. The Rock is not only working for you know because he has such a big following, and he's yeah. really just working for the money right now. I mean, he's really just into it. because he knows whatever he comes into he's gonna i mean he gives it his all i give him that i mean he works really hard you can see that really, 
like if yeah. you can uh, track his record from the past 10 years he has worked in multiple movie franchises and he has boosted every one of them you can yeah. see his record and like he is the most bankable star in the hollywood yes. right now because here's the thing in in the asian market especially in china and india there there weren't really any black actors that were really selling anything and exactly. before before rock came obviously and after rock came he has set a benchmark for all all these things yeah and i would also like to add like uh, we all know rock like from yeah. is like everyone know rock we grew up with him like we used to uh, watch him in wwf and then wwe so like he's a household he's a household and he's just channeling channeling his uh, uh, what you say like um, his his character or his personality to something yeah yeah i agree with that yeah he so we get that he's really making money that's why the, the producers are uh, you know considering him for these roles you know yeah, exactly. Right exactly. so yeah i mean we have talked football and movies and you know living in hyderabad and all that the final thing i want to just you know let's have a chat about is uh, what, i mean how you are 24 i guess now yeah 24 yeah so yeah so we we both really come from the same background more or less but i just want to pick your brain on how do you you know what are you doing to improve yourself uh, you know you're living far from home and you this is your first job and now you're looking for the future so what what are the really things that you do or you know plan to do to really get to that next kind of uh, state that really start pushing for yourself <laughs> uh okay so the plan yeah i would I mean, say man yeah, yeah. uh there has been a lot of plans and there has been a lot of changes and there has been a lot of failures also uh so yeah. but i would say only one thing like i believe in practice and i believe like if uh, i am putting some hours in something and i i am regularly doing it so i would ultimately achieve it to perfection and that's my motto and i have been working for the past 2 years on the same model and yeah that's my silver lining man yeah so uh, everything just basically comes down to how many hours you put and really how many exactly. effort you are trying to get yes. in yep so yeah that's really encouraging i mean on and this is this is mainly your career thing i mean and what do you do for you know just to channel your a uh, mind and your body into the into this kind of living i mean we can't really be 15 years old mentally and then do this kind of things so how 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 has your experience and how have the things you done really changed your state of mind oh there have been a lot of things man. so like apart from work i will only talk about apart from work because that's the only thing that matters yeah work is like okay you'll be getting salary a particular salary and you will be engaged in something and you will find uh, to do something but that's not like fulfilling your soul so like yeah. if you are if you want to fulfill your soul like you'll have to work 
you'll have to try a couple of things a lot of things to be saying exactly uh so i would say like work on your body work on your mind and work on your soul so yeah so all these things matter and i don't know like i can't give you some mantra or some particular strategy that will work for me and it has to work on you or like some other guy but i would say like just find your silver lining right if you yeah. believe in yeah. some plan you just work on that and if it's working for you then stick to it otherwise shift to the next plan so, yeah so yeah so you're basically saying that you you just have to kind of keep looking out there for new so things to do and new things to adapt you'll have to work hard and obviously like all these things you will be uh, hearing everywhere but that's the thing you matter that you don't have to stop at any time at any point of time you can just constantly have to change evolve and to achieve strive for perfection so yeah yeah so yeah the, we don't really see that kind of thing or like striving for perfection in this age right now i mean we we have filters on instagram and other things so nobody really wants to really work hard to get what they want they just kind of half as ever half as everything and you know expect that this is good enough i mean we don't really get that kind of thinking where you just go i will do this until i'm perfect exactly exactly yeah that's the thing yeah so that's really encouraging as well i mean we've had i think this has been 45 minutes interview i think so 40 oh, 45 minutes 45 minutes <laughs> i can't go past four and a half minutes <laughs> oh yeah this is really this has really been fun man it's this is really amazing it's been a fun and honor for me man to join you and yeah it's a very good thing you're doing right yeah so i will try to catch up later, uh, you know when we get the chance again so sure, you're sure, always welcome sure, sure. yeah any time yeah great thanks man thanks for joining yeah thank you adi yeah Hey guys, so you just listened to the f- second ever episode of Con Scream, my interview with Pradeep Man. I really had fun with Pradeep and we talked a lot of good stuff. He's really insightful and I think I really learned a lot from him. Also, leave us your comments on our Instagram page or Twitter on how we can improve if you want us to see do anything else. I really enjoy your getting your feedback and I really want to improve. So, thank you.